Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary adventure through Walt Disney World. Before we get started, I need to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money. You get the world-class support of a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. Now, this week's episode is going to be jam-packed. I apologize for no episode last week. I was traveling out of town and I didn't have all of my equipment that I needed to be able to record this show. And that's why we just went silent for a week. So I do apologize for it. But you are definitely getting a lot of reviews now because of it. Uh, We're not just doing uh, three reviews. We're not just doing... Well, I guess if I missed a week and we double it up, we're not just doing six reviews. We have seven reviews because last week we had four reviews go up and then we had another three go up this week. So, yeah, a lot. And uh, some of these are long, including the very last the last segment that we have on this week's show. That one's like a solid 30 minutes. So this is probably going to be our longest episode by a long shot, but I know it's going to be a solid episode nonetheless. And, you know, basically everyone is making an appearance on this one, I think. I, I can't even remember. It's It's been so long now, but we have a lot of faces, a lot of voices, because you can't see the faces. You can only hear the voices. So we have a lot of voices for you. We have new voices that you haven't heard before, and we are going to cover a lot of food. So I think we need to go ahead and just jump into our first review, which is going to be a dining review of the Wave Breakfast now being served at California Grill. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Fiasco here from on top of the California Grill on top of Contemporary here because the wave just last night closed out finally and we're waiting for its refurb. But until then, up here at the California Grill, the wave breakfast has found a new home. That's what we're here to try today. I'm joined by travel agent Elaine Edwards, Jackie Gailey, Denny Slenderly, Rhino, and my wife Haley. And today, you know, we're really excited to have this breakfast. This place is so magical to be sitting at the California Grill in the morning having breakfast. So today is the first day, like Corey said, that the Waves breakfast is being served up here in the California Grill. And I'm having a hard time even focusing on food right now because I'm looking at Cinderella Castle with all of the gold swirls around the turrets. And I'm just completely enamored with this view in the morning. So, but I did order breakfast. So um, it was really nice. There's there's six of us today. And the, the staff obviously know that we are here. They were expecting us. And so they brought us out a couple of appetizers and they brought us a fresh fruit plate and a continental, uh, they brought us a continental breakfast basically. So we got some pastries and some fresh, fresh fruit, which everything was just top notch. Wonderful. So we got to munch on that while we were, while we were waiting. And, um, I ordered for my entree, I ordered the, uh, let's see what it was called. It was called the wave feast and it comes, it came with an eggs Benedict and then scrambled eggs also, bacon and sausage, 
a Mickey waffle, which is actually the reason why I wanted this breakfast was for that Mickey waffle. Um, then I later found out you can get it on the side too if you wanted Mickey waffles. So you get those with any of the entrees you order here. Um, then it also came with a little serving of uh, their bacon cheddar grits. They are not the grits that we know and love from downstairs at the Wave though. They are different grits, but they were really good. So I will say that. Um, and then it also came with breakfast potatoes and fresh fruit as well. So it was a lot of food. Um, I didn't eat everything, but I, like I said, I, you know what I think it is, is I think that they're, I think that that was created to kind of mimic the buffet that used to be served downstairs. So it had like a little bit of everything and it was on a big circle plate with just a little bit of each thing around it. And so really good. I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, I didn't eat all of it because it was, it's a lot, but I, I would say you could definitely share it if you have a kid with you or even two grownups could probably get away with sharing it. So yeah, but it was really good. And I'm loving my coffee and sitting here. I'm pretty sure I don't want to leave. <laughs> All right, so I had the Floridian Eggs Benedict. So it's two poached eggs. And as we know, the Wave knows how to do poached eggs really, really well. So two poached eggs on top of crab cakes. So two crab cakes and then a split English muffin. Hollandaise sauce going on on top of all of that. And then their breakfast potatoes on the side. Um, the breakfast potatoes, not sure that that's anything um, extraordinary from what you might get at other restaurants. They were nice. They were there. Um, it's got a little bit of spice to it. So, so that's nice. But really the standout of the dish is going to be that eggs benedict of course and um, i was really encouraged victor our server number one has done a great job number two said that the chef is from baltimore and as you may know if you're going to do crab cakes please have someone from maryland be doing the crab cakes because they're going to know what and how to do that crab cake they were prepared beautifully a lot of lump crab meat, not a lot of filler, plenty of Old Bay, so they had that kick that you're used to if you're used to crab cakes, so very, very good. Uh, the poached eggs were great, and of course, when you cut into them, everything kind of runs all together, really nice. One thing I will say, while you do get two crab cakes, they're a little bit on the smaller side, so we're not talking about the size of a crab cake that you would get on a crab cake sandwich. This is not that. Um, the crab cake appeared to be made to be similar in size to the poached egg that was lying on top. So, set for for what it's for what it's worth, those two do match in size. But then the, the English muffin is a little bit larger. It's a good deal larger. That being said, I really enjoyed it. It was seventeen dollars. Um, so I feel like with crab cakes. You're getting two really nice quality crab cakes. $17 is not uh, too extreme. And like Jackie said, when you've got this view going on, I mean, it just, it really paints the entire meal, meal with a nice um, little bit of pixie dust. Okay. Jackie forgot to say the price of her entree. It's $20. So... Uh, for me, I went with the avocado toast, which is a plant-based option. It has avocado toasted on a uh, toasted multigrain bread with a caramelized onion jam. Um, there was uh, 
little, little teeny red radish on there too. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really really good. Um, basically, like little crustinis is what it was on four of them. Um, honestly, like I I don't I don't think it was that bad of a deal for twelve dollars for that. Um, very tasty. It, like the onion jam makes it a little sweet, which um, was was interesting. It was unique. Sometimes I feel like you have uh, anything avocado at Disney and it can just fall a little flat sometimes. Sometimes. Not everywhere. But it was really, really good here. Um, and uh, let me see. And then I also had a side of the breakfast potatoes, which I thought were not good. Um, for me, at least. I am, I just felt like they were they were kind of just mush. They weren't really like super flavorful or um they, I don't know. They looked better than than they were. I feel like uh, breakfast potatoes for me. I like them when they're like crispy, and uh, they weren't like terrible, but they just were like, eh, these aren't good. Um, I feel like the menu overall for me was a little underwhelming. It was a little basic. I mean, this location is beautiful. Like um, everybody said, the service is wonderful up here. Um, like like the the view is just you can't beat it. But I just I wanted something exciting on the menu and I felt like there wasn't really anything exciting. Like I would expect something a little more out of the ordinary up here, I guess. And I just felt like it was just like basic breakfast, which is fine. I mean, that that's okay too. I know, I know I, I personally, I find that breakfast at Disney world, at least in my experiences, the places I've had, it can be unexciting, I guess. I don't know. Breakfast is one of those meals where I feel like we need to all collectively come together and start like jazzing up a little bit, get a little more creative with it. So, um, but overall, I mean, it was good. It was, it was fine. So I got the Wave Signature Sweet Potato Pancakes, and I have gotten this before downstairs. And this is honestly one of my favorite breakfast dishes of all of all Walt Disney Worlds, besides the Garden Grill. Okay. But no, this is this is delicious. I do gotta say though, when my food did come out, it looked perfect. The presentation was beautiful. But as I ate, as I like dug into my pancakes, I noticed that the sides of the pancakes were kind of crispy, which is kind of strange because you're not really supposed to have crispy pancakes. But the flavor is perfect. The flavor was perfect. It was so delicious. And that came... Alright, so I'm going to read the description for you real quick. So, it was served with pecan honey butter and you get a choice of bacon, sausage, or chicken sausage. And that was $14. And I think $14 for that is a pretty good price. But I also added a side of the breakfast potatoes. And like Rhino mentioned, I agree with him 100% on how they were. They need to be a little bit more crispy. They were kind of, they weren't undercooked at all. Like they weren't, you didn't bite into it. It wasn't like a hard potato. A little, I think it was a little bit too salty actually for me. And like you said, it was mush. That was the perfect word to describe the potatoes. But yeah, um, I also got a coffee and I'm enjoying this view like everyone else said. But yeah, if you're going to come here, I really do recommend getting these sweet potato pancakes. You're not going to regret it. And hopefully yours won't come out with a crispy edge. And they'll come out all soft, how, how they should be. But I'm not going to, you know, say anything bad about it because, you know, it, it happens. It happens. But so delicious. I love this place. I am enjoying it. Okay, so I also, when I opened up the menu to see the available choices, kind of like what Rhino said, I was kind of looking for if they had some kind of standout signature dish or something like that going on. 
Um, but then after talking to our server, I decided to go with one of the omelets. They, unlike their previous offerings, it's no longer a make-your-own omelet. They have three designated omelets now. So they have a veggie omelet, they have a ham and cheddar omelet, and then they have a western omelet. He did say that you could um, make changes to their designated omelets if you wish to. So if you want to take something out, add something in, they are happy to accommodate and do that. Uh, so I ended up getting the ham and cheddar. Obviously, it's a very um, simple dish. There's not a lot to it, but it was very, very good. The, it was a very, very thick, fluffy omelet. It was completely cooked all the way through. Very good. It comes with breakfast potatoes. It also comes with a biscuit. It's $15. And then I also ordered a side of Mickey waffles. You can add Mickey waffles to all of the meals. I did that because there is a big range of Mickey waffles on property. Some of them are fantastic, and some of them are a little less than fantastic. These were very good. They were on the crispy side, which I actually like. I would prefer them to be a little more crispy than um, more soft, but it was very, very good. What I liked, everything was very large portions. I was only able to eat half of my omelet, half of my potatoes, and half my biscuit because the portion was so large. It definitely would be shareable. Um, I mean, not even between kids. As Jackie said, you can share this between two adults. It's definitely a shareable meal. Um, so overall, I was happy with everything. I really, really, really liked our server, Victor. He was very attentive to us, very friendly. He was very happy to be here. We talked about the atmosphere, being able to, from him going from the wave downstairs with no windows to now all of the windows and having this beautiful view. We've got the castle, we've got Grand Meridian, we have Polynesian. This is a gorgeous view to start your day. So overall, I'm happy with my meal and what I got, and it was a great experience. All right, so I got the All-American. That's just your classic breakfast with eggs any style. I got them scrambled, a uh, choice of bacon or sausage, or chicken sausage. I got regular sausage. I uh, got a biscuit there and some of the home fries. Uh, I'll echo what Ry uh, Rhino and Haley have both said already. The home fries really aren't anything to, to write home about. Um, they're just kind of basic. I didn't not like them, but at the same time, I finished... I'll put it this way. My plate was empty, but I had a good a good amount of home fries still left on there. Um, they weren't my favorite. Uh, but the eggs and the sausage, it was just as good as it always was downstairs. Really happy that they're continuing this breakfast up here at California Grill right now. And for the same price. You know, everybody's mentioned so far how amazing this view is. And they're not kidding. I got B-roll I'll put up right now. It's a gorgeous view. As soon as you come upstairs, right ahead of you, Grand Floridian, Magic Kingdom to the right, and it's just, it's got a wow factor to it. And the fact that they brought the breakfast up here didn't change the price at all, which, I mean, you could argue, especially with Disney, that they could probably bump it up a few bucks and wouldn't get too many moans and groans being up here with this view. Um, but that felt good. Granted, I mean, it still is. I mean, talking about my All-American, that was 14 bucks. Um, that's kind of expensive for, you know, your basic breakfast, but it is, it's Disney, 
and it is really good. So, I mean, I'm sure we already mentioned it, but, you know, they they obviously know we're here. Pete, Pete set up this reservation for us. This is their first day operating at this new location. Um, but, yeah, that's about all I got to say. And look forward to coming back here again. I'm sure I'll be back here again. Mm, I'm so jealous that the team got to eat breakfast up in California Grill. While they were doing that, I was over at Epcot for a food and wine media event. So I didn't get to go and have breakfast, which, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know. I love breakfast when I'm in the mood for it. And I love California Grill. And I enjoyed the wave on the final night because this was the day after the final night of service at the wave. And we were there until, oh, man, basically 1130, 12 o'clock. They, they, they had to, like, shove us out of there. But it was all in good fun. But, yeah, I, I wish I would have gone and maybe I'll get the chance to experience the wave breakfast at California Grill at some point. But if I don't, I'll just have to go there for dinner. But we're going to roll into our next review. This is a shorter one from Fiasco. He went to Pizzerizzo, and unfortunately uh, for for all of us, he didn't do <laughs> any of the pizzas that are offered there. But instead, he he wanted to take a walk on the plant-based side. Today, we're going to try their plant-based sausage sub. Uh, and I have just returned from Massachusetts. So my standard for a sub is pretty high right now. They do subs really good over there. I just mobile ordered it. It was $9.99. And uh, let's see if, see if it's any good. So I just ate my plant-based spicy sausage sub at Pizza Rizzo. So first off, like I said, I mobile ordered it. Um, very seamless, painless mobile ordering process. Uh, it's right at 11 a.m., so at a pretty uh, popular time for people to eat lunch and all that. And I was, by the time I pressed the button, I was in and out in about five minutes, super easy. Um, and also, uh, yeah, for $9.99, you also get a side. You could have got a, a Caesar salad or uh, these little carrots, and I got the little carrots, which, I mean, probably aren't worth reviewing, but Tastes like bag cold carrots. So the sub. Was surprisingly great. Um, as far as plant-based sausage goes, this was A plus, S tier, so delicious. Plant-based sausage. Now that uh this is the spicy sausage sub, the only spicy part of this was the sausage itself. Uh, and I wouldn't even consider it that spicy. On a uh, on a on a spicy scale of one to ten, I'd put it at a two or a three. Um, not very spicy at all, but that little bit of spice it did have did give it a lot of flavor. Uh, it was super soft and just it was super delicious. Um, I think my only one knock with this sub would be the marinara. The marinara sauce was kind of flavorless and boring. Um, I feel like if they stepped that sauce up just a tad. This would be a contender for such an amazing quick service item that I would that I would say you should go out of your way for it. Um, not at that level really yet, but uh, but still very good. 
obviously lots of diced peppers, onions, uh, mushrooms and stuff like that on top of the, on top of the sub. Uh, those are fine. Uh, I don't expect to get freshly diced veggies at Pizza Rizzo. I mean, it is what it is. They were fine. Uh, I could really, really leave it or take it there, uh, take it or leave it there. But the, the standout for me was definitely the plant-based sausage that they chose to use along with uh, the bread. The bread was really crispy and great. It was, it was, I, I really enjoyed this sub a lot. I'm honestly always having a struggle at Hollywood Studios to find something quick, just a quick bite to eat. Um, I know that we have Galaxy's Edge. I'm not always in the mood for that. And also it gets really, really crowded in there. Uh, so I, I, I tend to try to avoid going through there uh, on a regular basis if I can help it. Um, Cause I don't really like getting caught in the crowd. And uh, Pizza Rizzo is not is not that um, generally average crowds around this Muppets area at any given time, um, and I have a hard time again trying to find something quick service here that I can just grab and go and just get a quick good bite to eat. And honestly, this is I think this is what I'm going to lean to from now on. I honestly think this is what I'm probably going to get on a regular basis when I just need a quick quick lunch or something like that. Um, I I honestly wasn't wasn't expecting much from, from Pizza Rizzo. Uh, to be entirely frank with you, uh, I was here today specifically because I wanted to see if I could get the Mickey Blueberry Waffles at Hollywood Scoops, uh, which are kind of just like, they're here, they're there, they're not, they're, sometimes they're here, they're not always here. It's kind of randomly here, randomly not here. Uh, and they didn't have them today. Uh, so I was like, all right, I still need to eat. And I still want to do a little dining video. So let me see. what. Have I never tried before? And I don't think we did a video on before. And I found this plant-based sausage sub. That's really the only draw to it that I had and really pleasantly surprised. Um, again, just, if they just bumped that marinara game up just a tad, uh, this would be, this would be a killer sub. That's the only real thing that, that I would stand to improve on it. Uh, and for 10 bucks, I mean, that was a great, that was a great little lunch. We're glad that you had a great little lunch fiasco. Really, really, truly hope you did enjoy it. And like I said way back when, when I reviewed the pizza there, Pizza Rizzo isn't actually that bad. Unless you are one of those people who you just are very particular about your pizza and Italian food, you know, yeah, you're going to find fault with it. But if if you have, you know, just a... Just a pretty easygoing palate. I think you're not going to walk away being completely disappointed. But you know what? Uh, on your vacation, is that good enough? Or should you be blown away by everything that you have? That's a different question for a different time. Because now we're going to move on to a dining review of the Trails End Breakfast Skillet that you can find at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground in Denny went there for that breakfast, so we're going to listen to her takes on it now. So I'm excited to be here. It's a gorgeous, clear, blue, puffy cloud morning, and Trails End is beginning service again um, at their tables. And now it was a buffet in the past, 
but uh, now that they've reopened, they're going to an all-you-care-to-eat skillet. So at breakfast this morning, that skillet's supposed to have brisket in it and eggs and Mickey waffles and potatoes. We're supposed to also get um, like a, a breakfast basket of pastries and also uh, granola and honey yogurt. So I'm sure it'll be, I'm hoping it'll be delicious. But if you've ever spent time out here at Fort Wilderness, I know this, just this place has some magic about it. People who love the fort, love the fort. It is their thing, their jam. And uh, my family has spent a lot of time in trails and celebrating special occasions, um, whether it be at breakfast or at dinner. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the breakfast service is like now. Um, little known fact, if you have visited uh, the fort between the reopening last summer um, and now, you know that if you've gone to P&J's Southern Takeout, you've been allowed to sit at the tables inside, to tra inside Trails End. My husband and I did that a few weeks ago, and it was just neat to be back inside the building. I'm really excited to step back in and taste all of Trails End's yummy food again. So in case you're intrigued, in case you'd like to check it out, how about we virtually have breakfast this morning? I'll take you with me and we'll check everything out along the way. Okay, so I'm here at the table. I've been seated in the lower section of Trails End. If you've never sat down here, it's it's kind of nice. I've never sat down here before. And just in case the sticky buns are like your very favorite and you're worried that you won't be able to have Trails End sticky buns here now that they're doing skillet service, never you fear that breakfast pastry basket contains a sticky bun. Um, there's the cross section. There's all the pecans on top. So very good, very good. And I'm I'm assured it's just as yummy as it was before. So let's take a quick taste. Yeah, that's delicious. Really good. All right, so the skillet has arrived. It has a little bit of everything in it. It is really, it's, it is your breakfast favorites. So you've got your Mickey waffles, you've got sausage, bacon, you have your cheesy potatoes. And um, and the eggs, which are scrambled eggs, but really um, look homemade. There are your eggs. Take a taste. Mm -hmm. okay, those are eggs that have been hanging out with bacon. Those are really, really, really good. I don't know if they use bacon grease when using them or if it's in, if it was prepared in the same skillet. It's just really, really good. Let's try these cheesy potatoes. And they've got a nice little layer of cheese on top. So good. Okay, those are great. A little bit of onion, not too much at all. Really, really tasty. And of course, Mickey waffle. You have to have your Mickey waffle. This is my husband's favorite thing is a Mickey waffle. Like, if you go to Disney World, don't you have to have one? I think it's part of the, the bargain here. So I'm gonna continue enjoying. One last thing. How cute! How cute is that? Your little, your syrup comes in the little teeny tiny mason jar. And okay, so I lied. It wasn't one more thing. There's one more thing after that. If you enjoy pog juice, moonshine, they call it moonshine here. They have both an alcoholic and non-alcoholic version. 
it is available. All beverages are included except for like specialty beverages, specialty mocktails and cocktails, beer and wine, stuff like that. All right, all done at Trails End. So let's let's go over the entire experience. It really was one. It was so good to be back inside that building and be eating the Trails End food, uh, the breakfast food again, just seeing the people, the cast members again. So much fun to be back in that space. Um, so first things first, when you are seated, you are offered uh, beverages. Keep in mind that this is an all-you-care-to-eat fixed price meal. So adults are $19.99 and children are $11.99. And on both, tax and gratuity are added. So they're extra. So that's great to keep in mind as you roll into uh, the experience. So you uh, get to pick your beverage. So coffee, tea, water, all that jazz, plus moonshine. Okay, they offer both alcoholic and non-alcoholic moonshine. That's uh, something that I talked about in my little uh, moment there at the table. So it's great to know that you can get your moonshine, pog juice, whatever you choose to call it. It's here. Um, and then what comes to your table is a, a, uh, a honey berry granola yogurt parfait. So one of the biggest things that, I mean, there was a lot on the breakfast buffet back when they were doing the buffet, but, but there were pre filled mason jars of different flavors of yogurt, a couple of different flavors normally on the buffet. And then you can kind of add to it what you wanted, fruit or granola. They've done the adding for you now that it's served at your table. So it's got um, different, you know, chunks of fresh fruit, grapes, melon, things like that already come in the strawberry yogurt and then big crumbles of granola. So it's, it's really nice, really satisfying. Again, you can ask for more if you want it. Next thing to land on your table is a basket of four different breakfast pastries. There is a sticky bun. As we know, we've covered that already. Those sticky buns are important here at Trails End. We need to know we can get our sticky buns. You can, and while only one comes in the basket for the table, you can ask for more sticky buns if you want to. There's also a buttery croissant, a blueberry muffin, and then a multi-grain croissant as well. While the sticky bun is amazing, the highlight of that breakfast basket is the strawberry honey butter. So yes, Trails End Strawberry Honey Butter <laughs> comes with that basket. And I ended up using the remainder of the strawberry honey butter and slathering it on my Mickey waffles. And I'm not ashamed. It was a good decision on my part because it was delicious. And you don't want to let that butter go unused, right? You gotta, you gotta savor that butter. So the next thing to land on the table, the last thing, um, is, is the skillet. And it's so funny because I had read, uh, the idea that there was going to be brisket and eggs and cheesy potato casserole and, 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 and I thought it was brisket and eggs. No, it's brisket and eggs. They are combined. So you have chunks of brisket going on in your scrambled eggs, um, which Hello, that was delicious. I said at the table before I had discovered, I 
connected all the dots that maybe it was bacon that was going on. Like it was just, there was this nice hearty meaty flavor to the scrambled eggs. It was brisket guys. And it was so good. So here's the deal. If you want your Mickey waffles, you can get your Mickey waffles. They are perfectly toasted in that skillet. You, I don't know if you're like me, but you've, I, I've, I've wondered, okay, does the quality of the food degrade at all because it's all being lumped together in a skillet? And you might be tempted to think, yes, of course it does. And I know this was their opening day, but man, everything was so good. And it was, it didn't come out in one big clump. It was, you know, the, the cheesy potato casserole here. It was the scrambled eggs with brisket here. It was the Mickey waffles beautifully, um, you know, standing at one side, perfectly crisp bacon, um, sausage. Like it, it was what you would want it to be. It was like it would be on your plate, stepping away from the trails and buffet. So for me, that made me feel really good to know that the quality of food is just as good, even though it's being put in a skillet and brought to my table. Still fantastic. Um, if you want more, you will get more. Um, your server will ask you at some point during your meal, would you, what would you like more of? Would you like more of anything? And if so, what? So you can say, hey, I'd like a couple more Mickey waffles, please, or I'd like some more potatoes or eggs or whatever. Um, and I started to list off what I'd like extra of. Um, and my server said, let me just go ahead and bring you out another skillet. I said, oh, that would be great. I was not alone <laughs> in eating all of this breakfast food this morning. My husband was was with me. So to be fair, um, please do not think I was sitting there eating an entire skillet by myself. Although I think I could have. It was just really, really good. And of course, what came out is just plentiful abundance of what you've already seen in that skillet. Um, actually, they brought out even a larger portion. So it was a big oval size uh, platter is what uh, was served the second time. Still just as good. So in... Um, in wrapping everything up and in, and in sitting and, and just thinking about the experience, this was already a great deal before it had to close. Um, it, breakfast at Trails End was already a great deal. It's still a great deal because you can roll in there and for, you know, for, for 20 bucks, you can get all that you want and you're not just paying for like a breakfast sandwich in the parks and grab and go or no, you actually get to sit down and be served and it comes out piping hot and you can ask for more of that, of that yogurt parfait of whatever you want. You can ask more of and your drinks are included. The value for me is a two thumbs up. And the food is so good. The people are so fantastic. The cast of Trails End, so fantastic. And the value, I mean, again, I've said it a couple of times, but it's there. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty big. There are a couple of discounts available right now. So if you are a Disney Chase Visa holder, you get 10%. Same with annual pass holders, 10%. Uh, so that's uh, that's nice when you knock off uh, just a little something extra. Um, so for less than $40, the two of us had a fantastic meal. 
and a hearty one too. So if you're getting ready to go play around in the parks, you should be good for a little bit, maybe. Um, I'm, I will be, I'll be good. <laughs> I'm good for, for the foreseeable future. Um, one quick note. We recommend and Disney recommends as well. This is not something great that we have, uh, <laughs> thought up, come up with on our own, but we recommend an hour and a half to get you to from point A to point B. Like if you are leaving the Magic Kingdom and, um, or your resort hotel and you've got reservations, Disney tells you, okay, give you, give yourself 90 minutes. So this is reopening morning. So you, we have to give the team a, a big grain of salt, um, just a, a big leeway. But my reservation was for 1050 and actually got, got called back for my reservation, checked in 10 minutes in advance, the whole nine yards, um, but did not get called back for the reservation until 1145. So almost an entire hour late. Um, you know, just, we were here and waiting and it was just, they were running behind a little bit. So keep, bear that in mind that that can happen wherever you are on property. Um, that there just might be, uh, you just give yourself a little bit of wiggle room, both to get here. And then once you are here and checked in, all that being um, said, magical, fantastic. It was really, really good guys. And, uh, it may take you a little bit to get here. And it's a little bit of effort, but it's worth it. At least in my opinion, this is just a snapshot. Remember, Kevin used to say that back in the day on the dining uh, reviews he would do. It's just a snapshot. So bear all that in mind. We will bear that all in mind, Denny. But I'm glad to hear that she had a great experience dining at Trails End. I know this one uh, stung a lot of people in a bad way, both because of their changes to breakfast and dinner. It was a go-to spot for a very affordable and very good breakfast buffet and dinner buffet. And yeah, they, they really messed around with this one. And I, I mean, I'm in the opinions that I prefer, I prefer this family style dining more than buffets, but I totally understand why the people who, who love buffets, why they're upset with a lot of these changes. And Hopefully, for, for your sake, those buffets come back sooner than later. But for me, I I don't know. I don't know if I care enough. I, I just give me the food with the least amount of effort possible. And I feel like that is family style when it's just brought right to me and I don't have to stand up at all. Wow, that makes me sound just lazy. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't know if there's any way to way to put it but i you know that's part of it too if i'm going if i'm going to a, a restaurant and i I'm a table service restaurant i mean i guess a buffet isn't a table service restaurant necessarily but yeah i don't know it's it kind of goes back to the the idea that my my mom always used to say when we were growing up that when she wanted to go out to eat, she wanted to sit down and go out to eat and have the server and have the full experience. And I, I guess that some of that just, you know, implanted into my mind. But we're going to stop dealing with my existential crises and uh, me dealing with the, the thoughts that were put in my head as a child. And we're going to move on to our next dining review. 
And speaking of another uh, recently reopened restaurant, this one is from Ohana's Breakfast. A lot of breakfast on this week's episode, and Fiasco and Haley are bringing us this review. So let's go ahead and listen to our third breakfast review this episode. All right, so we checked in uh, for reference. Our reservation is for 1150, uh, which is probably either the last or the second to last reservation slot you could get for breakfast uh, because breakfast goes from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. And also with that, uh, the price for breakfast, all you care to enjoy is $25 for adults and $14 for kids. Um, so obviously 25, 25, we've got two adults here, even though uh, at checking in, they were like one adult and one child. And I was like, I- I'm oblivious sometimes like I am. And I was like, huh? And he was like, oh yeah, you're the child. She's the adult. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense because I don't understand what you're- what's being said right now. And now I get it. Now I get it. Sometimes this flies right all, all over my head. Um, but service here is awesome. Uh, everybody we've interacted with has been great. Um, we sat down at our table and the one thing I will kind of knock on, but not too hard, is we do get a fruit plate and uh, the pineapple bread. Um, and those are supposed to come out first before your skillets. The skillets came out first, and the fruit and the pineapple bread followed about three or four minutes later, um, which doesn't bother me. I could really care less about that. I'm finding it all at once. But I can understand that some people, that would probably be like, oh, my skillet's going to get cold. Do you want to eat the fruit plate and the bread first? And our skillet's going to get cold. Um, me, personally, don't care, but take that for what you will. Uh, we have had this issue with Ohana forever. That's always kind of been what happened at dinner, at breakfast, everything that always kind of happens that way in our experience. So just know that did happen our first time back two years later. Uh, so, yeah, take that for what you will. Um, next thing, these skillets definitely seem smaller. Without a doubt, um, I'd say about half the size, but two skillets will come out. So you got the Mickey and Stitch waffles, you got the eggs, the breakfast potatoes, the biscuits, uh, the ham, and the sausage. Um, the eggs were a little watery for my liking. I don't really like my eggs runny. So I was able to ask, I was like, hey, can you make them a little bit more well done? And they did bring out more well done eggs about, you know, three to four minutes later. Uh, so that was really, really cool. Um, and as this is all you care to enjoy, as this is all you care to enjoy, if there's any single item that you want more of, all you're going to do is you're going to ask for it, and they're going to bring it out to you in this separate little baby skillet. So we wanted more sausage. We asked for more sausage, and we got that about three to four minutes later. It's a kind of a trend. It's, it takes about three to four minutes to get your uh, to get your skillets, it seems like. It's uh, pretty pretty consistent there. So... You also obviously get the pog juice. Um, and again, things are shrinking because the pog juice, just like the skillet, is in a smaller cup than it ever was before. So skillets shrink, pog juice shrinks, but you can always ask for more of anything that you want. Um, so, I mean, that's not really too big of a problem. Um, standouts for me. I love this bread. This pineapple bread is so good. Um, it is no garden grill cinnamon roll at Epcot, though. It has no, it cannot stand to that. However, considering we cannot get the garden grill cinnamon roll right now because garden grill is not serving breakfast, I would say this is probably the next best breakfast bread. Um, in my opinion, it is really good. Uh, as far as the breakfast skillet is concerned, um, didn't really blow me away. It was fine. 
Um, it was fine. And for $25, all you care to enjoy, is it worth it? Yes. I would definitely say $25 is, is fair uh, with this awesome, having breakfast with this awesome view if Haley wants to pan the camera. I mean, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about 20, paying 25 bucks for this, or in this case, 50 bucks for a couple. Um, but, like, is it the way, as good as the Wave breakfast? No. Not as good as the Wave breakfast. But, oh, and I should also mention no characters right now, if you didn't know. There are no characters coming around right now, but I heard a couple interactions around other tables with kids and stuff, um, of waiters being like, oh, you know, hopefully we'll get the characters back soon. Um, so... Hopefully we get the characters back soon. I don't know, but there's no characters, so. Yep. All right, so we're sitting down at Ohana right now. It's been about two years since I've stepped foot into this place, and I gotta say, it is nice to be back. They're not doing the characters, which kind of stinks, but it's fine. I'm not even a major character person anyway, but it would be nice to see some characters walking by. But regardless, I'm just happy to be here. And so first off, I ordered an iced coffee, which I didn't know that they had that on the menu. Usually I just always order a regular hot black coffee, but today I wanted to spice it up. I'm really tired and I wanted my iced coffee. And they, our service was amazing. Our service name was Lana and she was insanely good. Um, she brought me over some dairy alternatives for my iced coffee. I got soy milk in there. So you can ask for one, and they, they do have dairy alternatives. And we're going to go right into the food now. So when the food hit the table, I was a little surprised to see that, like, the fruit was in here first or the bread was in here first. So that was, it wasn't a big deal to me, like Corey did mention. He doesn't really care about that. I don't really care about that. But it is something very important to know that that does happen here, like Corey did mention. But um, the food was great. I did not mind it at all. I usually don't like going for the ham in the skillet they also have a vegetarian option if you are vegetarian or vegan and all you care to enjoy as well all right so some of my favorites in the breakfast skillet were definitely the pineapple bread i enjoyed that a lot and the breakfast sausage those two are definitely so good um but overall i'm not a very big breakfast person i usually don't order a lot of breakfast anywhere but i gotta say i did enjoy this it's a little basic but the experience of Ohana is just great. You get a beautiful view, and when the characters are here, it's definitely worth it. But overall, I like it here. It's a good place. All right, so we just wrapped up our breakfast at Ohana. Um, I guess I should address, like, you know, the elephant in the room. For those of you that have watched, you know, our DVC shows and our previous dining shows, I've been very harsh towards Ohana. Uh, I've held back no punches. I've really, really harped on them a lot, um, you know, basically saying that is probably like the worst value for your buck uh, when it comes to Disney dining in general, just based off my experiences at dinner, um, dinner you know, time, dinner yeah. time two years ago. I have no idea what dinner time is like right now. Yeah. It is worth mentioning, though, um, if you are uh, a Patreon supporter on the Dis Unplugged Patreon account or uh, you're interested in, in being a supporter over there. We do do a Patreon after show every Tuesday after our regular Tuesday show. And uh, Rhino did actually go to dinner here the other night. Oh, did he? And uh, it was talked about on that after show. Uh, and he said it was quite good. He said he didn't feel rushed at all, which was my biggest complaint about the dinner. Um, you know, things coming out at weird times, like des like dessert hitting the table before your first skewer comes <laughs> yeah. and things like that that would happen to us at dinner. Um, 
but he said it was a really good experience. And, you know, that's just one experience. We have not done dinner yet. I'm sure we will uh, eventually. We have a lot of reviews planned. That's not in the books yet, but I'm sure it will be eventually. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as far as breakfast con- was concerned, I, we were in the, the last time yeah. slot for breakfast. They let us take our time. They really let us take our time. Did not feel rushed at all. Uh, yeah, we definitely didn't feel rushed. The mm-hmm. server w- was really good. Yeah. She brought over everything really fast. And again, the only thing really that would be um, that would be in in character for Ohana that I was like, oh, here we go, <laughs> is you know our our main skillet coming out before the appetizer yes. skillets. Like that I said, like, things came out very fast, the, the, but we didn't feel rushed though. Yeah, that, fast but not rushed. Sorry, fast oh, yeah. but not rushed. That happened, and I was just like, oh yeah, here we go. Here, Ohana. here we go. Yeah, it's happening again. <laughs> yep. But yeah, besides that. It was, it was fine. Yeah. And, um, you know, like there were things about the food I obviously didn't like that other people probably, that would be their cup of tea, like runny eggs. Some people yeah. love runny eggs. We're not like the biggest breakfast people. They fixed it right away though. They, they were like, did. yeah, yeah, we'll they bring did. you some old on eggs. They were yeah. so good about it. So that was great. Yeah. Um, no, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I was really happy about the iced coffee part actually. Yeah, I you was, really were getting I, that iced I coffee. I really craved an iced coffee and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like really get like a real iced coffee at a disney breakfast place but you know what it can't hurt to ask i was like can i have a nice coffee and do you have any dairy alternatives and she brought me over soy milk i was so happy about that it's like becoming normalized to get almond milk and oat milk and soy milk and in restaurants and i'm very happy about that honestly and i mean right now would i recommend this place probably i, I would. probably would i would recommend um, it. the moment garden grill breakfast opens up again i'd say probably not I'd no, say go I, there. I wouldn't. I, I would still recommend this, but I'd say go there first. Like, yeah. don't even think about anything else. Run to Garden Girl. <laughs> yeah, because so, I, and I guess another thing that we should both include is that here at the Polynesians Ohana breakfast, you get the ham, whereas yeah. at the Garden Grill, you get the crispy bacon. Yeah. And we would, both of us, I think, would much rather get the crispy bacon. I would bacon. definitely rather get the crispy bacon. Yeah. And I mentioned in the review, they brought over, like, breakfast sausage is weird at Disney World. I think it is. I don't, I, it's not consistent. I feel like it's different every single place, which is obviously normal, different restaurants, different recipes and everything. But I never really enjoy it anywhere else. But here, I actually was like, wow, this is very good. Very surprisingly good. And it came out so well done, which I really enjoyed. See, I thought the Waves breakfast sausage was actually better than Did this you? one. Did yeah, you? I like that I more. I didn't. Okay. It was similar, but I liked I the Waves more. I think this was more. way better because it was like it was almost like caramelized and sweet and like well done, and it was just perfect. It was delicious. And the other thing I and I know it's kind of comparing apples and oranges, yeah. but I did like the Waves eggs better too. But yeah. and I mean the prices. I mean this is all you care to we enjoy. We can't keep comparing different. That's, we're talking strictly about Ohana right now, so we gotta gotta be careful about our other. Yeah. favorites but no well, it's this, good to know comparing it dress definitely is good to know and to compare but i would recommend this place overall i think it was a, your basic disney breakfast and you know you have the family and kids they're gonna love it because they have like the stitch waffles and yeah. the mickey waffles mm-hmm. which is always the best and i know your mom loves the mickey waffles i always yeah. think of her when we order those Okay, I promise that is the last breakfast review we have on this week's episode of the, well, I should have called it the Disney Breakfast Show, but now we're, we're going to keep calling it the Disney Dining Show. And this one, this next review that is, might be one that you're scratching your head over because 
you know, I just said this is the Disney Dining Show, but we actually have a review for you that also went up on the Moving to Orlando uh, YouTube channel as well as podcast feed. And this is for a restaurant that is not directly at at Walt Disney World, but is it, it's called Christini's, and it's an Italian restaurant that is from, I believe, the same chef who who got Tutto Italia started at Epcot, and so many people love. And Christini's is another restaurant that he has been the chef of, and is currently the chef. I believe they, I think they go over all of it in the show. I haven't watched the review or listened to it yet, so I'm going to get it all in real time right along with everyone else. So this is part of the new series that is going to be started on the Disney Dining Show and maybe before where it's kind of like a like this and try that. So when I don't even know what shows I said, I think I said DVC Dining Show or or something and I meant to say moving to Orlando. I'm clearly exhausted right now as I'm doing this. But yeah, we're going to do like this, try that where we say, do you like this restaurant in Walt Disney World? Well, if you want to step outside of the realm of Walt Disney World and go to other restaurants in Orlando, you should try these restaurants. And this is the first one of those. So let's go ahead and give me a break from talking and enjoy the review. Hey, everybody. Pete Werner here with this week's Disney Dining Show at a rather unique location. In fact, we're not at Disney at all. We're close by in Dr. Phillips at a restaurant called Christini's. And the reason that I'm wanting to do this particular uh, show here uh, is because of the unique connection this restaurant has to Disney. The man who owns this restaurant, a man by the name of Chris Christini, was the man responsible for starting the restaurants at the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. So Tutto Italia, in particular, was his restaurant. And after he got that started and rolling, he decided to strike out on his own. In the in, in the eighties, came over here. What was it? Nineteen eighty six. Eighty four. Eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Uh, the year I was born. Um, he came over here and he started this restaurant. And for the last thirty seven years, it has been a staple in Orlando. One of the best restaurants in this town especially if you like Italian food. Okay, so for dinner tonight, we are joined by Mr. Fiascanaro, of course, on the camera. We're also joined by Drake Shadwell um, and his uh, beautiful girlfriend, uh, Kelsey. Uh, And we are joined by uh, our Moving to Orlando broker with Forever Magic Realty, Latoya Cotton, who may or may not be on camera, but her husband, Nick, who is one of the owners of World of DVC, will absolutely be on camera because you can't keep Nick away from a camera any more than you keep me away from one. Um, so uh, with this series, uh, I'm picking places that I like, that I've been to before, that I've had the food, and I know it's good. So I'm not doing a review here. Um, kind of explaining what we got and why we love it. Nick and LaToya have been here many, many times, many more than I have. Uh, It's the first time for Fiasco, Drake, and Kelsey. I imagine it will not be the last. Um, When it came time for the uh, appetizer, there's only one word that was going to leave my mouth. And trust me, if you come here, 
you're going to want to do the same thing. Meatballs. Meatballs, meatballs, meatballs. They are unbelievable. Three decent-sized meatballs and a Pomodoro sauce. $17.50 uh, for that. Um, and uh, everyone at the table got the meatballs. And I think everyone at the table will say the same thing. These are some good meatballs. Something else you're going to say if you come here and you've been to Tutto Italia. The guy that's guy that started this started Tutto Italia? What happened to Tutto Italia? I ask myself that every time I come here. Um, now, for my main course, I had this, uh, this veal chop. Now, calling this a veal chop is really underselling it. First of all, this thing was 32 ounces. This was not on the menu. This is an off-menu special. It was done with an apple brandy reduction. Uh, if they have this dish when you come here, you have to try it. It was incredible. Veal, so tender. So tender. It just falls right off the bone. That apple brandy reduction, incredible. And they had some pears also around uh, around the outside of the plate, which was a really nice touch. It added a really nice flavor profile to it. Uh, it was an off-menu special. I have no idea at this point how much it was. I will say now, not knowing the price, if they charged 75 to $80 for it, I would think it was worth it. So that's my... At the very end, we'll come back and I'll tell you what, what it cost. But uh, my guess is if that was 75 to 80 I'd say, yep, that was absolutely worth it. It was that well prepared. All right. So like Pete mentioned, we are in Dr. Phillips, my stomping grounds. So I've never dined here before. Also, like he mentioned, I live very close, though. And I walk by this area all the time. Actually, the first time that I ever walked by this area, I saw a bunch of black Escalades sitting outside, and I was like, oh, wow, me and Haley were talking to each other. Is someone famous here tonight? I wonder who it is. Turns out that's just kind of how it is here. Uh, along the walls, there's tons of pictures of different famous people that have, have dined here, which I'll, I'll overlay right now, but it's, it's obviously the thing. Uh, I feel underdressed. This is probably the, the top tier of how I dress for dining shows, and I still feel underdressed. This is a really nice really nice place. Uh, I'm definitely going to be back. Like it was already mentioned, we all got the meatballs. I was kind of eyeing the calamari, though, on the appetizer menu. I usually get calamari at a lot of places, um, but you know what? I didn't want to be the odd man out. I got meatballs like everybody else, and they were insanely delicious. I'm going to echo everybody else. Get the meatballs. However, I also want to mention something that they were kind of pushing is the appetizer sampler. That's going to get you a bunch of different things. It's going to get you the meatballs and it's going to get you the calamari. So if like you're kind of hungry and you want to try everything, you can also you can also go for that. Uh, by the way, the meatballs were $17.50, the calamari was $16.50, and the sampler I guess is a special because it's not on the, the actual menu menu. For my entree, I also got, like Kelsey, the chicken marsala, and it was so insanely good. Wasn't dry at all, perfectly cooked, super tender. That sauce was just savory, warm. Oh, it was so good. Those mushrooms soaking up in the sauce, too. Oh, that's what... I'm going to have to bring Haley yeah, back here. 
Haley's going to be upset right now after when she watches this review. I'm going to have to bring her back here, and she's going to want to get that chicken marsala because it is totally up her alley. And next time, I'm probably going to try the filet. I'm sure everything here is good. Hey, this is Nick Cotton, and I'm here with all good friends, my beautiful wife. and We're having another great night at Christini's. Um, absolutely delicious food, as always. I had the veal parmesan. Wonderful, tasteful veal on top of, uh, underneath a four cheese blend. I have had veal parm, little Italy in New York, um, little Italy in Boston. This would beat any of those. I highly recommend if you come here to try that out. Um, cocktails, uh, also had the bees buzz. Very good too. And uh, you get a little buzz. Um, but, um, highly recommend it. Delicious meal. Hey everybody, I am Drake Shadwell. You might have seen me a couple times. Uh, I'm a little new on the review track, but I've eaten plenty of food in my day, so hopefully it'll come in handy here. Uh, I will say, we, nobody's mentioned it, right from the start, they brought out just the bread with this roasted eggplant like spread for it. <laughs> That's when you know you're about to be in for an incredible dinner, is you haven't even ordered anything yet. And you start to get excited. And you have to, like, slow yourself down from eating all the bread because you just want, like, you find yourself on your fourth piece and you're like, I'm going to fill up. Which I did, but I did get through my entire meal first. Um, as Pete mentioned, I'll say it, those are some good meatballs for the appetizer. I, I wanted to get something different. I really did. I, like, I, I actively try when we do these things because you're at home. You want to know what the choices are. Just get the meatballs. There was, we all, they came out and it was just boom, 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 plate after plate after plate. And none of us, none of us were upset. The meatballs were a good texture. The sauce was like, you could just lather it on there. The meatballs were good without the sauce, but when you soaked it, amazing. Uh, now I had the Chilean sea bass and I believe it was 52.75 around that area. And this is a dangerous meal because it's going to make you want to have expensive taste. It's going to make you want to start spending a ridiculous amount of money on food because it had a shrimp risotto, a lobster sauce, and then the sea bass. And so you're talking about three different types of flavor of seafood that all complement each other really well. And then the risotto is perfectly well done with this beautiful, beautiful sauce that rings around the edge. I mean, just the moment you see it, the moment you look at it, you know it's going to be good. And I, it's tough to fill me up. It is tough to fill me up. I was absolutely full by the end of this meal. And in every bite of it, I just wanted more over and over and over. Each piece could stand by itself. Risotto with just a little bit of the sauce, good. Uh, just the sauce, good. Sea bass with the sauce, good. Like each stood on its own and complemented each other well. I can't can't talk any more any better other than that. Oh, the cocktails. I also had the bee's buzz, but I also traded a little bit with uh, Kelsey with the bee's knees. And the bee's knees is more of like, I want to say like your traditional cocktail. Like you're going to kind of taste the alcohol, like what you would normally think of when you order a cocktail. Whereas the bee's buzz, it had absinthe in it. I think that was the minty taste that I was getting. Someone, maybe, maybe someone else can help me with my ignorance. It can come have this drink and tell me what I was tasting. But it had a very unique flavor. Um, I was really excited about it. But uh, I guess Kelsey will tell you a little bit more about her meal. 
Hi everyone, I'm Kelsey. I've previously done a dining review with uh, Pete and Drake that they invited me along to once before. Um, tonight I agree with both of them. Uh, the meatballs were fantastic. Um, great texture, not too dry. When I think meatballs, sometimes I think they're a little bit dried out. Um, these were perfect. Uh, I agree, the sauce just added onto it. It wasn't necessary, but it just added a little something extra. Um, with the cocktails that Drake and I had, um, the, between the bees buzz and the bees knees i agree with drake i think the absinthe added a good modern twist to that cocktail whereas the bees knees is going to be your more classic version of that cocktail um for my meal i had the chicken marsala that came with the marsala sauce and mushrooms um and i thought it was just delicious again not too dry sometimes chicken comes out a little bit dry but i thought it was fantastic um so that's my review for this evening and i thought it was a great meal here Okay, so this is the part of the meal where I normally tell you how much uh, the meal cost. Uh, unfortunately, I can't do that because I was just informed that the manager has picked up our check. Uh, Nick uh, and Latoya are very, very good friends with the Cristini family, and uh, Nick made the reservation, and she knew what we were doing. And since I, I had said, I think at the beginning of this, I'm not doing a review uh, with these. Um, um, do, I'm going to places I already know and like. Um, I have paid for meals here, and, uh, but I will never, uh, we were never comped for a review. So, uh, I, and, and in this case, like I said, I didn't know that going in, but I have to be fully transparent about it. Um, that I did not know that with, none of us did with anything we said. Um, but I am going to make up for it with the tip that I leave the server. Um, so I'm going to pay for this meal one way or the other. Um, but uh, this was a phenomenal meal. This was just a phenomenal meal. And it always is. Always, always, always. It's a great kitchen, great staff, great food, great menu. So if you want to try something different, uh, the next time you're in town, grab an Uber. It's not, this is not far from Disney property. This is, what, five, ten miles off Disney property over on Restaurant Row and Dr. Phillips. And if you've ever wanted to try Restaurant Row, this is a great place to start. You heard it from Pete himself. It's a good place to start when heading off property to look for restaurants and I have not eaten at Christini's, so I have no comment on it, but it sounds good. I, I think I've shared before on this show or other random things. When it comes to Italian food, I am very, very strange about it because I like cooking Italian food at home despite having no ties to Italy at all besides traveling there. And I just feel like it's, it's one of those uh, types of cuisines that it's pretty easy to, to learn how to to make restaurant quality food at home with a little time and patience and, you know, just practice overall. So I don't like going to restaurants to eat Italian food because I like to, to try and cook it at home and continually practice and make my sauces better and such, but uh, definitely a good option on the list to have. But 
we are going to move on to our next review, and it's a little bit more of my voice, uh, but this is back in the parks, and it's over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I went to Eight Spoon Cafe to get a bunch of junk food, like a pulled pork jelly donut sandwich and macaroni and cheese. And, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm missing this thing. But let's go ahead and listen to the review. Today is a very happy day for me here at Disney's Animal Kingdom because I am finally getting a specific menu item that I have been, I've had it on my wish list now for weeks and weeks and I just haven't had the time to actually get over here and finally get it. And no, it's not something from Yak and Yeti or Restaurantosaurus or even anything off the menu in in Satuli Canteen in Pandora, the, the world of Avatar. No, this item is from Eight Spoon Cafe. It's one of the small kiosks. As you are walking around the Tree of Life towards Asia, you will see it on your left-hand side before you cross the bridge to Asia. And it had one particular menu item that I've really wanted. And you, you either saw the name of it sometime or on the video or in the audio with this so it's not a surprise but this is the pulled pork jelly donut sandwich and yeah sounds potentially gross but also could be potentially amazing and what is it it is basically a pulled pork sandwich the bun is a jelly donut and then it's also served with slaw and it costs six dollars and 99 cents and it looks like a big mess of a sandwich. And also at Eight Spoon Cafe, they do a baked macaroni and cheese as a side dish. And I picked that up, that's $4.49. And they also have one more mini entree there and that's pulled pork macaroni and cheese. And I didn't get that because I'm already getting the pulled pork with the sandwich and I'm getting the mac and cheese on its side. So I figured I don't need to get also then pulled pork on top of the macaroni and cheese. Maybe I can get creative and drop some of the pulled pork in, in my mac and cheese and I can get the same experience. But yeah, I am, I'm just impressed by how greasy this thing looks. And I mean, it's, it's because of the glaze from the jelly donut that it looks greasy. I don't know if it necessarily, I can call it grease. It's just like melted, melted glaze. And then it smells like it has some sort of spice on the top. I don't think it's chili lime. Like, I don't think it's a tahine, but there's definitely something on there. And of course, the jelly is very, very visible and very present in this. And yeah, a good, good heap and helping of pulled pork on it as well. So I'm, I'm excited to try this. Here goes nothing. I am no stranger to using a donut as a bun. I've had hamburgers before, cheeseburgers, that use a glazed donut as a bun, so it's not a new concept to me by any means. Usually it's something that I find it just to be too sweet, that I, even though it's a nice balance of sweet and salty, I'm usually walking away from it, not being a really huge fan, but I am a fan of this. Uh, the the sweetness from the glazed donut just pairs perfectly with that salty, salty pulled pork. It, it is a combination that just really works. Uh, the slaw, I wish there was a little bit more to add a little bit of a crunch to this. It's a lot of just mushy textures together, which it still works, but it would be nice to have a little bit of that. And the jelly just, 
you know, it adds a different sweetness from the glazed donut. That's the sugar sweet, and then the jelly just adds that, that nice little fruit sweetness to it. So it's enough of a difference to, uh, to really still work, work all together with this sandwich. This is, this is shockingly good. And there is a little barbecue sauce on it too. So then you have, you have that sauce combining in it too. It's, I can't believe how complex it is for just this little small sandwich, but I'm really, really, really enjoying this. Very, very good as of right now, as I'm, I'm digging through it. I'm gonna finish it before I even touch the macaroni and cheese. That's how much I'm enjoying this thing. I'd be interested to know if it's actually a jelly donut that they fill with jelly and then cut in half, or if they're just smothering jelly onto two sides of a donut bun. That I don't know the answer to, and I'm not gonna ask, but that's the only thing I'm questioning, but not about its flavor. Good. Now to finish off this meal with my little boat of macaroni and cheese, or as I'm calling my side of macaroni and cheese. I'm still hungry, so yeah, it could easily be be just considered a side dish. Some people might consider this a meal. I'd consider them crazy, but if you're one of those people out there who can eat in moderation, then I respect you. But the nice part of this is it looks like there is a lot of cheese on here, but let's see if it tastes good. This is really nice macaroni and cheese here. There is a ton of cheese. Like it is, it is covered. I could not, I couldn't get a bite without cheese in here if I wanted it. And that's great because I, I don't want that. I want the cheese and yeah, I can't, I can't complain because of that. Uh, the dish is actually seasoned well, you know, the, the noodles, the noodles mixed with the cheese, you know, I'm getting a predominantly salty uh, flavor to it in terms of the seasoning, but it, it works. It works with it. I might've added, if I was making this at home, a little paprika or, or pepper, something, something else into it. Chili flakes even, you know, I'm getting, I'm gonna go insane and crazy with it. Creole seasoning, something to, to kick it up to the next level. But for theme park macaroni and cheese, this is very, very good. And I like that I did get a bit of the, uh, the baked on top part that has that, you know, extra tough cheese that's a little crunchy as well too. Makes it nice to have that like little texture change between the very soft macaroni and cheese. Very good. I am all wrapped up with my meal and I can't even begin to tell you how impressed I am with it. I think you could already figure that out as this review went along, but I'm just really blown away by it. That pulled pork jelly donut sandwich was incredible. Uh, just that, that balance of sweet and salty was perfect. And yeah, it could have probably been a little bit bigger. For the price, it was fair, but it, I would have liked more of it, obviously, if I could have, but it made it nice that then I was able to have the macaroni and cheese as a side without feeling overly full or disgusting. And the macaroni and cheese was really good as well too. So as a little meal I made for myself, you know, $6.99 for the sandwich, $4.49 for the macaroni and cheese. After tax, I think it was like $12.20, somewhere right around there. So for the meal I just made myself, uh, it's cheaper than a lot of other options that I've gotten throughout Walt Disney World and tasted significantly better than a lot of the options I've gotten to. So I absolutely recommend it. If you're coming to Animal Kingdom, I know there's already so, 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 so many good food choices around the entire park, but you should probably consider this one as well too. 
I'm still dreaming of that jelly donut pulled pork sandwich. It was so good, and I will have to get another one soon when I can get control of my weight as well, because, well, you can probably figure out what happens when you start eating too many of those pulled pork jelly donut sandwiches. Yikes. But we are moving on to our final review of the day, and this is a big one. This is the long one. Uh, We have a, a special video that is done by Denny and Jackie, as well as some special guests. And uh, it, we're going to go over all of it in in this dining review of who they are and why they're there. But we're hitting different snacks, dessert options at Disney Springs. Three different ones, including Gideon's Bakehouse, Wonder Maid, and also Amaret's Patisserie. And I'm going to let the ladies take it away with their review. And I truly hope... You enjoy this one. So, as we said, we have some <laughs> friends with us yes. today. The Smith family is here, and they are going to jump in, and and we're going to join them. This is their thing. We're going to join them on their snack adventure. The Smith family uh, bid and won an, ex- an auction experience with Jackie and I um, back at the Dreams Unlimited Travel 20th anniversary. Oh my gosh, it seems like a thousand years ago. It was a thousand years. <laughs> Years ago, Jackie. Um, that was back in 2019. We were supposed to have uh, this adventure with them back uh, last year in 2020. Yeah. But as with all things 2020, <laughs> it got bumped. Yep. It and did. Uh, we're just <laughs> to the curb. <laughs> so we were just really, really excited that it's actually going to happen today. Yeah. So it's kind of a drizzly morning here at uh, Disney Springs, but we're excited because snacks. Yes. Make any day at Disney magical. Especially with their Disney snacks. <laughs> the best. The best. Oh so let's introduce you to the Smith family because we so want our friends, the friends of the Diz. We've got Tom and Allison and Kaylin Smith. Where are you guys from? We're from Maryland, just outside Baltimore. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a very good thing. You're familiar with the yes, area. I'm, I'm just a little familiar. We're so excited to finally get to do this. I know originally when you all um, won the auction experience, mm-hmm. we were going to go have an adventure in Adventureland. Yep. Yeah. And but now it's been reimagined, and we are here at Disney Springs. And I uh, just want to thank you for for your donation because the. The auction experience that the Smiths won, everything went, all, all of that wonderful donation went to support Give Kids the World Village in Kissimmee that helps um, kids who need it most to have a week filled with yeses. Um, so critically ill children, you get to come and have this amazing week, and you guys... And your donation uh, just was amazing. And they do and, such great things. And yeah, we're so grateful do. that we don't need those services. Yeah. That yeah. we love an opportunity to give back. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we are so excited to get to do this with you guys today. I think we just got, we all got a text. And it's a text that if, if you like cookies, you want to receive this text. You see, we joined the Gideon's Bake House virtual queue. And we both, I know, Kaylin, are you excited about cookies? Yeah, we love cookies. Oh, we all love cookies. We're going to head to Gideon's Bakehouse, and you guys get to come along with us, all right? to Gideon's Bakehouse, right? And we have gotten the cookies, and it's so good. And so 
Kaylin and her mommy and daddy have chosen the coffee cake cookie, the triple chocolate cookie, and the peanut butter cookie with the extra peanut butter icing that you can get to put onto the cookie or to dip your cookie chunks in. How good is that? <laughs> Yum. All right. You know. uh, yeah, no. And then Jackie and I, yeah, as if the cookie wasn't enough. Weird. You must dunk it in additional icing. It is starting to rain. So we've got it. Time is of the essence here. Um, and then Jackie and I are going to try the special. The, you're going to do the splits in a second. I'll catch you. I'll spot you. Um, Jackie and I are going to try the July cookie, which is the key lime cookie. So we're very excited about that. But yes. let me get, uh, let's, let's have the Smith family try their cookies and let us know what they think. All right. So first stop on our snack adventures. Here we go. Okay. So Kaylin, what did you, what's in your mouth right now? What are you trying? Um, I tried the cinnamon one. Okay. And it really, really tastes like good. Like they didn't know what it really looked like. And now the inside really it's really good? Yeah, really. It's really good. And the, that's the coffee cake cookie, and it's only available in the morning time. So if you come afternoon, you cannot get that cookie. So it's a good thing you came nice and early this morning. What are you going to try? I'm going to try the uh, triple chocolate. Okay. And I'm going to dip it in oh. the peanut butter. Allison, you're so smart. It doesn't want to dip. It wants it to fall apart. But I can tell you it's really good because we had it the other day. Awesome. I'm a big chocolate person, yeah. so yes. Yeah. And I'm also a big fan of peanut butter. And it's just melty because it's hot out. But yeah, very good. Yeah, those icing cups, that's pretty fantastic. So pretty fantastic. Yeah. That is, oh my goodness, it's the size of your hand, Tom. You know what's funny? <laughs> Sometimes kids don't want to try This is essentially a cookie dough. So and I know we talked about this, no it's not. Yes. But it's like they flatten cookie dough. Yes. And then put more peanut butter on it. Mm. Yeah, it's very good. Yes. If you love peanut butter, we'll get this. Okay. Maybe. Yum. Maybe it should. That's what it is. We are wondering why we ever did our hair this morning. This uh -huh. is Florida in the summer. It's just humid city. Yeah. All right. So we are going to try the key lime cookie here. It is again, as I said earlier, the July special. Be, be ye warned, if you come to Gideon's and you really want that special cookie of the month, there is the risk that they will sell out each day. Yes. So if y'all really want it, you got to get here early or or just know that you may deal with a little disappointment later. Yeah. So, okay, Jackie, yeah. so so first bite goes to you, dear. Okay, so key lime chocolate chip, here we go. I'm not yes. sure about key lime and chocolate chip together. I've never had key lime oh. with chocolate, even though I've heard that that's a pretty <laughs> popular combo. So Steve, who is the, the brains behind Gideon's Bakehouse, talked about on Instagram uh, his great love of chocolate-covered key lime pie. And I can tell you, my husband and I, on our stop at uh, Key West, oh, we yes. had key lime pie, chocolate-dipped, and frozen on a stick. Oh, and it's word. amazing. That's so, the one I've heard of. Oh, I believe it. They have that store in St. Mm -hmm. Augustine mm -hmm. where you can get that. Mm -hmm. I can already see that there's little pieces of key lime inside of the middle. Oh, my And gosh. it's messy because it is more humid than anything you've oh, ever seen. My it's like gosh. a sauna. Okay, it is sauna. like a sauna. I'm going to take a bite, too. Oh, my. And let's show you the... There's the cross section of the cookie. Wow. And yeah, uh-huh. 
first of key lime. Mm. Oh. Oh my word. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Wow. It's got crust crumbles mm. on top. Mm-hmm. Oh my. That is all kinds of, I feel like. I um, want to say your full name right now, Jackie. I just want to go, right? Jackie Gailey, like. Yes. That is. Really and I don't even have a middle name. Do you know that? Uh -huh. I don't even you have one. Yeah. We're going to make up a middle name for Jackie. It was supposed to be Marie, so. Well, and that's what, and that's what I would have said. Yeah. Would have been Jackie Marie Gailey. Yeah. Because you have mentioned that before. Yeah. But this is like, you this have to use it. all three names you do, you with do. this cooking. We are like Remy right now. Oh. When he's got the the cloud over his head with the, with oh, the so berries and you're just, this mm -hmm. is like so many flavors all at once just yeah. amazing there's a bright tartness to it mm -hmm. the key lime is very like jackie said it's it's very prominent very mm -hmm. key lime forward and it's got a nice punch mm -hmm. the chocolate tones things down and of course you've got that signature sprinkling of sea salt on top as gideon's that, does with mm -hmm. all their cookies mm -hmm. brilliant that so the chocolate is just amazing it's so amazing it's amazing yeah so two chocolate-covered thumbs up uh, from Jackie and I. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Kaylin, we have decided what the next snack will be. We're Do you want to tell everyone? We're going to go get marshmallows. We're going to go get marshmallows. So we're going to go to Wonderground Marshmallows, which is a fairly newish sort of kiosk um, that's over in the landing area. It's just around the corner. So off we go. And I love marshmallows. I love them. It's time to taste marshmallows. It is. It is time to taste marshmallows. Kaylin's going to take over the show now, which is perfect. She's yes. clearly the star yes. here. Yeah. Okay, so Kaylin, which marshmallows do you have from Wonder Made Gourmet Marshmallows? Well, I don't really remember a happy birthday cake, but I don't remember what this one's called. Churro. 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 Okay, so happy birthday cake and churro. Which one are you trying first? Churro. Churro. <laughs> That's the inside. That's, that's inside. important. Everybody yeah. at home always wants to see what's on the inside. Yep. How's it taste? It's good. It's so good? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Mm. She loves cinnamon. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? It's awesome. It's awesome? Awesome. And the, the birthday cake marshmallows are so cute. They have sprinkles on them. So I think that is the cutest thing. There it is, the cross section. For everyone at home, that's perfect. Allison, what are you going to try? So I have the churro as well. Okay. It's really good. It's not too heavy. Okay. It's pretty light. Okay. And then I also have the salted honey. Nice. You can really taste the honey, but again, okay. it's light. It's not, but it's, but it's, it's definitely honey. It's really good. Yes. Is, it, is it sweeter than the churro one? And yeah. Okay. And, it's a little sweeter. Okay. All right. Churro and cool. birthday cake are really good. Oh my goodness gracious. All right. Dad, Tom, what are you trying? Mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. It's almost like fluffy ice cream. Okay. Fluffy ice cream. Mint chocolate is my go-to flavor in the parks. So. Yeah, it's like eating, it's like baked ice cream. Made of fluffy. That's great. Okay, Jackie, which one are you tasting? So I have the salted honey also. Because I feel like that's a really... Interesting. I've yeah. never heard of anything yeah. with salted honey. So, oh, yeah, mm. that's really good. 
that. You can definitely taste that it's honey. Okay. I was wondering if you would be able to tell that it was even honey. Okay. Yeah. But, you, but you can. Really mellow though. Mellow honey. And I love the salt in there because it just gives it enough. Mm. It just gives it. It's it's like the perfect complement to that sweetness. Yeah. Mm. That's love good. It. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. Lovely. I'm gonna. We are birthday cake twins. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna take I'm, a bite. It does. It tastes like cake. It's cake and a marshmallow. It tastes like cake. And so it's super sweet, but it's like vanilla vanilla cake. So kind of like ice cream made into a marshmallow. We've got cake made into a marshmallow. And the sprinkles just adds a fun texture to it. So I think it tastes like it's like marshmallow and then sprinkles on it and a little bit of cake in it. They're so good, Caitlin. All right, so is this two thumbs up, Kaylin? One thousand! One thousand thumbs up! All the thumbs! Marshmallows are ahead. We're going to put our heads together and figure out our next stop, and we'll check back in with you. Okay, we are ready, we are back, and we're going to taste some more things. This time we're having cake. Yes, we're having cake. We're having the Mickey Moose Dome Cake from Amaret's Patisserie, which is stop number three on our big snack adventure here at Disney Springs. This cake is $9. It is adorable, covered in bright red glissage, filled with mousse of different flavors, including chocolate. And so Kaylin, Kaylin is down with the chocolate, I think. Yeah. Uh, this was Kaylin's choice. And why did you pick the Mickey Moose Dome Cake? Out of all the things you could have picked, why'd like, you pick this one? It's like adorable. It is. I mean, it is like adorable. Okay, so Kaylin, you want to take take your first bite, and when you get it on your fork, show show the people at home what it looks like. Okay, so get your bite. Okay, show the people at home. There it is. There it is. What do you think? No. No. Let's try. Let's try some. Okay, let's try the inside. All right. This is more the cakey part. Yes. Okay. Okay. You gonna try a button? Okay, try a button. Show the people. There it goes. All right. Now eat your button. Eat your button before it lands on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's bonded. So that's cool. Like sugary bonded. Okay. Let's get everyone else's thoughts too. Thanks, Caitlin. Allison, what do you think? Let's get your thoughts on the Mickey Moose Dome Cake. We're gonna try and get a little bit of everything. There are little like candy crunchy bits inside. Um, like I guess it's like a rice crunchy. But it's really light. Um, it's good you get that crunch too from the rice, the little rice balls. Um, it's really good. It's, nice. it's just a little bit sweet, but not too sweet. It's good for a lighter snack versus a more like cake type cake. I like it. Love that. Do you want to take a bite of the Loki cake? Um, Okay, all right, so that's green apple, and that's, like we said, that's kind of our seasonal offering here at Amaretz. Nice, thank you. I'm not getting a lot of the apple. Okay. I expected it to be more tart, like a green apple, but it's good. Um, again, light, smooth, a little sweet, not too sweet. Okay, excellent. All right, Tom. I thought the outside was going to be like a harder candy, but it's not. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Uh, 
sweet. Okay. Nothing too, nothing like, I think this would appeal to most people. Oh good, okay. That's a good thing. Do you want to yeah. try the Loki one? There's a oh. green section, and that might be the part. Oh yeah. It doesn't really have a distinct flavor. Okay. It's nice to look at. It's nice to look at. I mean, this, I think this, like, again, that would be with more people. Yeah. That has a, a more distinct flavor. Okay. So, Mickey Mouse over Loki. Excellent. All right, Jackie, what do you think? Outside little, this little black part that goes around, it's uh -huh. a little ribbon. I think it's supposed to be his belt. Oh. That's kind of fun. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's really nice and mellow. Okay. Mm. It's like a... It's really, really sweet. Okay. It's it's actually really sweet. So if you are gonna share this with somebody, I think that's great. Okay. But I don't know if um, I don't know if you'd want to eat that by yourself in one sitting because it's pretty darn sweet. But it's really good. It okay. definitely I have a sweet tooth, but it definitely and it hits the spot. It's okay. good. Yeah, it's got a nice texture. It's fun to kind of taste all the different things in there. There's a lot of different layers with cake okay. and and this this kind of vanilla moussey. Texture that's really good. Jackie, too. I know you're not watching Loki on Disney Plus yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yes. But you can have Loki's petite dome cake here at Amaretz. Yes, that's really cool. You don't have to know all the backstory that's to right. eat the dessert, right? You don't have to watch one Marvel movie in order to enjoy the Loki cake. This is interesting because it's kind of gloppy a little bit and. Like, there's a layer you can see kind of on the bottom. It's different yep. from that middle section, but it's kind of gooey. Okay. It feels like it. Yeah. Kind of tastes gooey, too. Tastes gooey. <laughs> the overall flavor is gooey. I, okay. So, for me, the overall flavor of this is white chocolate. Okay. I don't get okay. green apple at all. Okay. I don't, like, like not at all at all. Okay. And I'm a huge fan of Granny Smith apples. I love that tart, crisp flavor. Yeah. And usually when I eat something that's green apple flavored, it's too sicky sweet for me. Yeah. Um, but this, this is really sweet, but I don't taste anything green apple at all. All white chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I can't wait to see what you think. Okay. I'm going to take a taste of these, uh, these cakes real quick. I'm going to... I'm gonna dig into Mickey, the back end of Mickey here. So there's my bite. And I have some of that belt. Here we go. Like Allison said, this is really, really light. This isn't gonna be anything that weighs heavily on your stomach. So if you are touring around Disney Springs for the entire day, you can eat this and 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 feel pretty good about it. Although anything I eat here at Disney Springs, I feel pretty good about, to be honest. But um, but this is good. This is the first time I've actually ever been to Amaretz. And I think that's the case for all of us, right? I've been there before. You've been there before. Okay. Yeah. I've walked in a million kajillion times. I have taken footage in there. I have drooled over the case and all the amazing things inside of it. But I've just never actually purchased something. Um, so everything in there is absolutely exquisitely crafted. It's beautiful beyond measure. Um, and it's, it seems like it's just going to be light. Something I was surprised about when we walked in today is there are sandwiches in there now, like legit sandwiches. They have crepes so, or crepes. I'll leave that to Craig. He is the pro in how, how, to, how to pronounce that uh, 
that word, but <laughs> they have heftier options in there. So if you're looking for something that isn't like a snack, a dessert, you have your options. This is really, this is nice, but I gotta say, it's $9 and it's on the small side. And it's light. So, I, I mean, yes, it's fun. Fun for a special occasion. But if you are weighing out your Disney snack money, I don't know that I'm headed back to Amaretz every time. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know down in the comments what your thoughts are. Um, I'm going to take a bite of Loki. I am caught up on Loki, the Disney Plus series, which I highly recommend. <laughs> Thank you very much. I can espouse <laughs> the values, the virtues of Loki all day long. Here we go. So there it is. Fantastic, right? And you can describe this as gooey. I would concur. Yeah. I have not even eaten it yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, granted, the, the gelée is liquid right now because it's hot out here. It's very, very humid. Um, so we discussed that it's also lemon. Yes, Allison brought up that there's lemon going on in the cake, and we did look it up. It is a lemon chiffon cake, a green apple gelée. It's got uh, salted caramel flavors going on with the crisp pearls. When you bite into the pearls, it's not like a Rice Krispie as much as, as the Mickey one is. It's... Um, it's, it's got like liquid in it. So that's very interesting. Yeah, and maybe right? maybe Loki is definitely just for his looks. I don't yeah. know. But uh, he is, he's a trickster. A trickster. <laughs> yeah. Loki's working a little mix, mischief here. And that's just not a good thing. I'm gonna take one, one additional bite. Maybe a little lemon. I pick up on a little lemon. I don't know so much about the green apple, but it is a lot of fun just to try it. Um, they also have an Independence Day um, uh, Captain America TK going on in there right now as well. They'll do that seasonally. So if you want something, you want to try something fun and different, stop by Emirates. Um, but it's going to be kind of on your lighter side, definitely. All right, so we are done with our Disney Springs snack adventure, and um, and I think it went pretty well. We were kind of all over the place and in and out of little rain showers or big rain showers. Yeah. Monsoon. <laughs> Monsoon. And it happened like that. So Florida in the summer, rain can happen at any time. And I know we've said this a million kajillion times, but yeah. you just can't say it enough. So. It's just so deceiving sometimes because... When you look up and you see the gorgeous blue sky and white puffy clouds, you're like, it is not raining. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, no. It will rain. So bring all your things. <laughs> yeah. Do all the things you need to do. Yep. Okay, so Smith family, we're going to turn it to you. We need you to tell us what your favorite out of all the snacks that we tried today, including the flavors of Gideon's Bakehouse Cookies, which one was your favorite? Kaylin, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So my favorite for a loop. Wow. You, you have surprised me, Kaylin, in what you picked. Because I thought for sure you would say cookie, but you have gone toward the Wonder Made Gourmet Marshmallows. So you liked the marshmallows the most? And it was churro and birthday cake, right? Oh, man. Okay. And one cool thing about Wonder Made Gourmet Marshmallows that we didn't say when we were over there is that if you buy three boxes, you get one free. So you might as well just get them all. So we rolled out of there with four boxes 
for 30 bucks. And you might say, oh my gosh, those are expensive marshmallows. Well, these were really amazing, very different, very gourmet yeah. marshmallows. All right, Kaylin. So Kaylin says marshmallows. Allison, what was your favorite? I'm gonna say the uh, coffee cake cookie mm. from Gideon's was pretty amazing. Definitely worth getting here early for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's my husband's favorite. He would agree with you if he was standing here right now. Like that, there's something yeah. special about the coffee cake yep. cookie. And that's that's something that Craig and Rhino both really enjoy, if I remember correctly, yeah. is yep. that cookie. So there's a reason. And, and yeah, I agree, Allison. If you really, yeah. it's worth getting here just a hair early for. Yep definitely worth it. Alright, Tom, what was your favorite out of all the snacks today? I have to agree, the coffee cake was really good. Okay, yeah. that coffee cake cookie. Cinnamony, I mean, you've had it for breakfast before, Jackie. Yes, if I remember I your article that. correctly. Oh, we did. It was, I, and it was a good breakfast choice, right? It was amazing. It tastes like breakfast. It you got cinnamon going on, right? And sugar and and those butter crumbles uh, that everybody just goes crazy for yeah. on every kind of cobbler and yep. yeah. Dutch apple pie, like it's those crumbles and theirs are extra special. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna blow some serious calories on something, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. that is something that I so feel like it. you can live with. Yeah, yep. blowing Absolutely. Absolutely. Well you're at Disney, right? Yeah. The calories don't count. The, you know, so spend your extra Disney dollars in those calories. Calories yeah. yeah. On on some some wonderful cookies. All right. So Jackie, what was your favorite? Out of everything we tried today, yeah. I have to stick with that with that coffee cake cookie. But do you? I really okay. do. I mean, okay. I, the marshmallows were good. Yes, they were. But I'm not sure if I would. I'm not sure if I would go to those again. Okay. Like I feel like I compare everything to. Is it worth the calories for? Okay. Okay. The coffee cake cookie. Okay. The answer to that question is always yes. Yes. Where the other things we tried today, they weren't bad. But I don't think Oh, okay. Oh, so that's oh, well, that's true. See, and yeah. I thought you were gonna go there because that's my favorite. Out of everything I had yeah. today, it was that it was the July special flavor of the month at Gideon's Bakehouse. It was the key lime chocolate chip cookie. Amazing, just the bright notes of the key lime. Yes. Similar to what they did with the Valencia yes. orange chocolate chip cookie. So yeah. just the bright citrus, how that marries with the creamy chocolate, it's just divine. It's so, so good. So that's, okay. that's my number one. Um, but yeah. I understand how you love that. Yes. That was really good too, though. That, that yeah. I really did like that one too. Yay! Well, that was it. We hope that you enjoyed this this epic trek on all snacks, yes. snacks adventures here at Disney Springs. Again, Smith Family, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Well, so thank you. Thank oh you for gosh. your donation to Give yes. Kids the World. You are doing life-changing things by donating to them. So if you are watching and you've never gone to Give Kids the World's website, please check it out. It's at gktw.org. Um, it is the preferred, we're getting sprinkled on right now. It's the preferred um, charity for the Diz. It is something that knew, was near and dear to Bob Farley's heart years and years ago. And um, with your help, we've raised over a million dollars to help critically ill children come and have a week of their dreams here in Central Florida. So we really encourage you to check out gktw.org and 
huge high fives to the Smith family. Um, and I'm so glad we got to actually do this. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I really would encourage you to head over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Disney Dining, to watch that last review with the Smith family snacking around Disney Springs. You know, the audio, when you're trying to capture that many people, sometimes it's not as great. So visually, it's a lot easier when you're also seeing their mouths move. Uh, but an excellent review nonetheless. And uh, Kaylin is just so, so, so adorable. And uh, watching her reactions is worth going over and actually checking out the video itself beyond just listening to it. But yeah, a lot, a lot of good reviews this week. A lot of breakfast. And then a bunch of good other ones being thrown in and even off property. Wow, this has been a big episode. And I am now ready to go eat dinner because I've been recording this for so long. That's how long it's all taken that I now have to cook dinner. I started this three days ago. Okay, now I'm now I'm just being overdramatic in all this. Uh, but you know what? That's just that's just who I am. So I'm going to keep being that way. That's beautiful. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we will uh, now let this awkward silence pass on and we will end this episode. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it made your week a little bit better. And please, 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 if it did, consider heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a five-star rating and review if you are enjoying the show. Have a bunch of great reviews this week from, from uh, well, the first one is from Lindsay CJ saying, this is my favorite Disney podcast. Team does a great job of providing fair and honest reviews of restaurants, dishes, and snacks. Love listening to Denny. Her reviews are her reviews and her commentary in the other Dis podcast really brightens my day. Craig, quit being so hard on yourself. Keep up the great work, everyone. Uh, I will. I will try to keep that in mind. Another good one from Girly three four three four. I enjoy listening to this show so much. It brings a happy taste to my week. Helps me escape the day to day norm for a few minutes each week. Thanks to Craig and the team for this blessing. Thank you for the review. And then Nick Tiger seventy three used to. I listened to pretty much all the shows this team puts out. Recently started listening to The Dining Show, and it's absolutely everything I expected from them. Definitely appreciate all the time they put into creating content. It's genuinely been a help to me with planning my Disney trips. Thank you for all you do and all the fun you bring. And Nick, thank you for the review. And if you want to shout out on the show, of course, just make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating and review, and I will give you a mention. And also make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And one final time, if you want to support us more because you like our content, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and get a free no obligation quote on your next Disney vacation today. But that's it for me this week. We'll be back next week with our normal length of reviews for the Disney Dining Show. Uh, again, apologies for taking a week off, and we will try not to miss that again. I'll try to remember to pack all of the equipment I need when traveling. But I hope you have a great week. I hope you have an even better month or year. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it, that doesn't matter because we're here at the end of this. So everyone take care. Bye bye.